Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Login successful. Email correspondence, March 15, 2011. Hey, Ross. How are you, man? Fucking miss you, dude. It's not the same here without you. I hope school's going well. You gotta call more often, man. March 16, 2011. What up, Shawnee boy? I miss you too, dude. I'm sorry, man. School is just taking over my fucking life right now. I had my first midterm yesterday, and I'm pretty sure I bombed it. Anyway, enough about school. How is everyone? You still banging, Amy? Good to hear from you, dude. I'll make an effort to communicate more often. It's fucking lonely here. March 16, 2011 Bombing already, <laughs> so I guess nothing's changed. I ended it with Amy a while back. You started talking about a relationship, and I'm just not down for that shit right now. What about you? Meet any hot chicks there? Speaking of hot chicks, Samantha is having a huge bash this weekend. I wish you could make it, dude. It's gonna be awesome. High school all over again. Anyway, I gotta feed Harley and head to bed. Long day tomorrow. They have me working 11-hour shifts now. It's fucking slave labor. Talk to you soon. March 17, 2011 Oh man, 11 hours. Why don't you just quit that, dude? That job is killing you. About the hot chicks, there are a few. I'm too busy right now for a relationship, though. I do wish I could make it out for Sam's party, though. I haven't seen her in forever. Have a beer for me, man. Cheers. March 20, 2011 you missed one hell of a party, dude. You wouldn't believe how many people were asking about you. You also missed some pretty fucked up shit. Amy drove my car home because I was drunk. Yes, I'm banging her again. She got lost and we ended up on this creepy dirt road. I was passed out, so I didn't even notice her going the wrong way. Anyway, I get out of the car to see where the hell we are. I had no idea. She must have driven like 40 minutes out of the way because there was nothing here. We drove a little further and saw this one house with a light on, so we figured we'd stop and ask where we were. I would have called someone, but our phones had zero reception out there for some reason. It was like a scene from a bad horror flick. We walked up to this decrepit shack. This place is a dump. I knocked on the door, but no one answered, so we started to walk back to the car. Just as I was getting into the car, I noticed an older woman standing in the window. That was fucking creepy, dude. Amy got freaked out, so we just left and decided to find our own way back. We drove on this dirt road for like 20 minutes, and Amy still didn't recognize a single fucking thing. The road is kicking up all kinds of dirt, but we could make out a figure standing in front of our car. It was messed up. Amy had to swerve to miss her. I looked out the window to see what the hell happened, and I'm almost certain it was the same old woman from the window. I know this sounds fucked up, but I know what I saw. We ended up sleeping in the car that night and then drove home in the morning. 
I'm okay now, but that was scary as hell, dude. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. March 22, 2011. Wow, Sean, that's some fucked up shit. I hope you're okay. I doubt it was the same woman. You're probably just tripping yourself out. Those country folks are fucking weird. If you see the guys, tell them hi for me. We'll all be getting drunk this summer when I get back. March 28, 2011. Dude, remember that old woman I was telling you about last night? I'm pretty fucking sure I saw her last night. I was in the kitchen and happened to look out the window, and there she was, standing in the middle of my yard. I think I'm losing it, man. I stared for like five minutes, and she was looking back at me. I almost called the cops, dude. I was shitting myself. I'm going to dig up your mother's corpse and face fuck her skull while I make your dead baby sister watch until she cries tears of blood. Abalam be praised. The innocent shall burn. March 28, 2011. What the fuck, Sean? That was not fucking funny, dude. It hasn't even been a year. That was so uncalled for. What the fuck is wrong with you? That shit is not funny, man. Fuck you. March 28, 2011. Oh my god, dude. I'm so sorry. I don't know what the fuck happened. I didn't type that. The first part is what I sent. I don't know where all that other shit came from. I think someone's playing a fucking joke on me. I'm so sorry, dude. You know I would never say that. The fuck is going on? I'm sorry. March 28. 2011. Ah, you're messed up, dude. I really hope you didn't write that shit. Maybe it's Amy. That's weird, though. If you sent it, then I don't understand how you didn't notice that. Something is weird about this, dude. Yeah, whatever. If it was you, just don't pull that shit anymore. You were way out of line there, man. March 29, 2011. Dude, something isn't right. The lights here were flickering earlier, my computer's typing shit on its own. I'm like genuinely scared now. I promise you, I didn't type any of that shit. I don't know what the fuck happened. Dude, something isn't right. The lights in here were flickering earlier, my computer's typing shit on its own. I'm like genuinely scared now. I Dolce et decorum est pro patria mori. Abalam. Abalam. Abalam! Abalam! When I disembowel your living body, I will fuck the open wound, and you will know the name of he who will watch you burn for an eternity! Your dead little sister is my fuck puppet, and she gags on my I just saw her fucking face on my monitor. That old woman. I need help, man. I don't know what's going on right now. Blood stains on the walls. What a beautiful thing. Holy fuck. I think someone's in the house. March 30, 2011. 
Fuck you, dude. This shit is ridiculous. I'm not five years old. Don't fucking message me anymore. April 18, 2011. Sean? Are you alright, dude? Amy called me. She's worried. She can't get into your place and no one's seen you for two weeks. I'm sorry I got pissed, dude. I'm gonna come home this weekend, man. I I hope you're okay. Pick up the phone or something, man. I, I left like 50 messages. I'm coming home. I'll see you soon. Good evening. This is City Pulse News for April 24th. Our lead story... Horrific suicide shakes up quiet town. Our Jennifer Brooks has the details. Police arrived at a gruesome scene yesterday while investigating a missing persons report. 23-year-old Sean Donato was found dead in his Vaughn residence after taking his own life. The horrific details surrounding this event have family and friends searching for answers. No suicide note was found. The missing persons report was filed and... Coroner's Autopsy Report Victim, Sean... Sean Donato Sex, male, age 23 Details Victim found on top of the kitchen table, naked His abdomen was sliced open His intestines had been pulled out Part of which was still in his hand A lot of blood was found around the victim's rectum, indicating some sort of trauma. There were messages written in blood on the walls. A yellow Labrador Retriever dog was found gutted and hanging above the fireplace. Evidence A. A steak knife was found on the kitchen floor. B. A bloody bat was found in the hallway. Head. Several contusions were found on the victim's cranium. These injuries match up with the dents found in the refrigerator and the drywall. These appear to be self-inflicted. Arms. Multiple lacerations on both the right and left arms. A strange carving on the victim's right arm. It appears to be a pentagram. No previous medical history to suggest any mental instability. Legs. The victim's calves and feet are severely burned. The charred floor in the family room would suggest that the victim stood in a self-made fire to induce these injuries. Abdomen. It appears that the victim used a steak knife to cut open his abdomen. The torn skin around the incision would suggest that he faced a lot of resistance. The victim's small intestine had been pulled out. This appears to be self-inflicted as well. Rectum. Severe tearing found around the victim's anus. It appears the baseball bat was used for insertion. Massive colon damage sustained as a result. Cause of death. The cause of death is likely suicide due to blood loss. The evidence is fairly conclusive. The fact that the victim has no prior history of mental illness does present some cause for alarm. However, there is no evidence that suggests foul play. The forensic report confirms that much of the blood found on the walls was taken from the yellow Labrador dog. The toxicology screen came back negative... 
a sacrifice for the Missing Persons Report. Uh, Sean Donato, 23. April 24, 2011. Update. Victim found dead. Cause of death ruled as a suicide. Interviewing um, Amy Hutchins, girlfriend of the victim. When did you first suspect that something wasn't right? It's unlike Sean to disappear for long periods of time. He hadn't been to work in over a week and he wouldn't answer his phone. I feel like if I was able to talk to him, this could have been avoided. Was Sean depressed at all? No, not that I know of. He was so full of life. I loved him so much, I just... I can't believe that he's gone. Did Sean have any enemies? No, everyone loved Sean. He was always the life of the party. This doesn't make any sense. I know they're saying it was a suicide, but... I don't know, this just doesn't make sense. She has become somewhat hysterical. We allow her time to calm down before proceeding. The reports state that Sean may have been a Satanist. Are you aware of any Satanic involvement that may have led to this? What? Is that a serious question? Of course not! What the fuck are you talking about? How dare you even bring this up? I can't believe- Subject was unable to finish the interview. Interviewing Ross Meyer, good friend of the victim. Uh, I understand you've been away from school. How did you hear about the incident? Amy called me and told me she was worried. It's out of character for Sean to just disappear, so I knew something was wrong. Were you in contact with the victim prior to his death? We used to email back and forth. He did seem like he was acting somewhat out of character in the weeks leading up to this, but he's always been a bit of a prankster, so I just ignored it. I shouldn't have done that. I feel partly responsible for this now. Oh, my... Harley. He loved that dog. I just don't understand. Oh, Sean. Would you be able to provide us with those emails? Wait, who's that? I in the house? I thought this investigation was over. Who is that woman in the house? Ross, there isn't anyone in the house. It's been locked off. No, I fucking saw her. There she is! Why don't you guys do your fucking jobs? How did she get upstairs? Can't you guys see her? She's right there! Unable to finish the interview, Ross Meyer taken in for further questioning. Interviewing John Mallard, neighbor of the victim. Have you heard anything suspicious? I Avalam. Dulce et decorum est pro patria mori. A sacrifice. The blood of the innocent blows to create a path for which the... He's watching. The time has come. You no longer have the luxury of being alone. Analyzing archived files.
Lightning crackles. The skies have gone dark. Tonight I bleed. A ship awaits. A ship crafted from failed aspirations and wasted life. It takes me away. Away from my regrets. Regrets that run deeper than these cuts. The exsanguination has begun. The blade is cold. Each new incision is a reminder of what I am, what we are. Scum! The crimson bile surging down my arms. My laughter masks the pain. The lies. I can see them. I can taste them. They look spiteful, naive, repulsive. They look like you, you and everything you stand for. I am an example. Follow me and do as I do. You will not be spared. You are not above anyone. You are nothing. Fuck you. Tonight I bleed. Redirecting. Connecting to blogspot.com. Accessing user account Big Ross Meyer. Redirecting. User Big Ross Meyer at gmail.com. August 5, 2010. I did it. I got into McGill. It looks like I'm finally going back to school. Woo! User comment. User, Sean Donato at gmail.com. Congrats, man. Can't say I'm looking forward to you moving to Montreal, though. User comment. User, Amy Hutchins at gmail.com. Oh my god, congratulations, Ross. This is so exciting. User comment. User, Big Ross Meyer at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. You're both welcome to crash at my place whenever you're in the city. <laughs> like you need more of a reason to party in Montreal. <laughs> User, Big Ross Meyer at gmail.com. August 28, 2010. Rest in peace, Jessica Meyer, my little angel. My baby sister, Jessica. It's been a week and every day is harder than the last. I sometimes wish it was me in that car instead. Thinking of you always. Your big brother, Ross. I love you. User comment. User Amy Hutchins at gmail.com. This is beautiful, Ross. Wherever she is right now, I'm sure she's thinking about you, too. User comment. User Samantha Cross at gmail.com. I'm so sorry for your loss. She's in a better place now. Your tiny little guardian angel. User Big Ross Meyer at gmail.com. September 20, 2010. Harder than I thought. Maybe it's because I've been out of school for so long, but man, this shit is hard. I don't know how I'm supposed to keep up with all this work. 
user BigRossMeyer at gmail.com. December 24, 2010. Christmas Abroad. I wasn't able to make it home for Christmas this year. That being said, Merry Christmas, everyone. This also means that I won't be home for New Year's either. Sorry, Sean. I knew I said I would be. Hopefully Santa brings me another set of arms so I can actually finish these fucking assignments. User comment. User Sean Donato at gmail.com Merry Christmas, you big o. Ha! <laughs> it sucks that you won't be here, but hey, you're lost. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll be thinking about you, dude. Be safe. User comment. User Amy Hutchins at gmail.com Merry Christmas, Rossi. Have a good one, Kay. Oh, and Happy New Year as well. A little premature, but since we only talk like once a year now, I think it still counts. User BigRossMeyer at gmail.com March 15, 2011 Off the radar. I haven't posted in a while. I spoke with Sean earlier today and it just reminded me of how much I miss everyone back home. I know it seems like I've fallen off the radar, so I I apologize. I'm going to make more of an effort to keep in touch, everyone, from now on. I know it's cliche at this point, but it's been so fucking busy. Ugh. User BigRossMeyer at gmail.com April 26, 2011 The good ones die young. We all lost a dear friend this week, Sean Donato. If you knew Sean, then you are probably also having a difficult time processing this. They're saying that Sean killed himself, but I don't believe it. Not for a second. The details surrounding his death don't make sense. I know that Sean would never hurt Harley. I also know that Sean was not a Satanist or into any Satanic shit. I also believe that someone was fucking with him before he died, and I have the emails to prove it. I don't want to dwell on this while everyone is still mourning, but I need to find out what happened here. He deserves some justice. Lastly, I have a question for anyone involved with the investigation. I saw an older woman in Sean's window during my questioning. The police refused to let me know what was going on or why she was in the house. I saw her again at the police station. What's weirder still is that I saw her last night standing in front of my house. Are they tailing us? Do they think I'm a suspect? User comment. User Sean Donato at gmail.com Your sister sucks good cock. The flames. Burning flesh. Dies irre, dies illa solvet sacrum e ferala. User comment. User Amy Hutchins at gmail.com. Who the fuck is that? That's low, asshole. Not only is that not funny, it's downright rude. Ignore him, Ross. He's not even worth responding to. User comment. User BigRossMeyer at gmail.com Whoever it is, they have Sean's cell phone. 
I just got a call from them. They spoke in a language I didn't understand. This is fucked up, Amy. I think this might be the same person who fucked with Sean before he died. He was sending me emails that looked like this. Should I call the cops? I'm... I'm kind of scared. Oh man, he's calling again. It... it sounds like a recording. It... it's... it sounds like Sean screaming. I think this fucking creep recorded it. Oh my god, I'm calling the police. Whoever you are, I'm calling the police. User comment. User amyhutchins at gmail.com Oh, fuck. Ross, be careful. Come stay here if you don't feel safe. User comment. User bigrossmeyer at gmail.com Amy, you have to call the police. My phones aren't working. What the fuck is going on? Don't call the police, you fucking cunt. It's your fucking fault he's dead. Whoa, my power keeps going out. I can't tell if these messages are sending. Amy, please call. It's Abalam. Amy, I need help. Something isn't right. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, they're trying to get in. You're next, you vile cunt. User comment. User amyhutchins at gmail.com Ross, you're scaring me. I called the police. Lock the door. They should be there soon. Please call me when you're able to. User bigrossmeyer at gmail.com April 26, 2011 Rex Tremende, Maestestis, Qui salvando salvas gratis, salva me, fons patatis. Lightning crackles, the skies have gone dark. Tonight I bleed. A ship awaits, a ship crafted from failed aspirations and wasted life. It takes me away, away from my regrets. Regrets that run deeper than these cuts. The exsanguination has begun. The blade is cold. Each new incision is a reminder of what I am. What we are. Scum! The crimson bile surging down my arms. My laughter masks the pain. The lies, I can see them, I can, I can taste them. They look spiteful, naive, <laughs> repulsive. They look like you, you and everything you stand for. I am an example. Follow me and do as I do. You will not be spared. You are not above anyone. You are nothing. Fuck you. Tonight, I bleed. Disconnected. Initiating. Attempting to access database. Success. Attempting to bypass firewall. Success. File. Emergency call log.
accessed. Emergency call log, May 13, 2011, 3.47 a.m. 911, what's your emergency? Please help me. I think somebody is in the house. Okay, ma'am. Are you able to get out of the house? No, I, I don't think so. Oh my god, I can hear them walking around. Ah! Ma'am? <laughs> They're breaking things. Please send help. Please try and stay calm, ma'am. We are sending help now. Are you able to tell me where you are located? Yes, it's 55 court. Please hurry. I'm going to ask you to stay on the phone with me, okay? Yes. Oh, oh no, I think they're coming up the stairs. I'm, I'm going into the closet. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Please try not to make noise. Police will be there soon. I'm here with you, ma'am. Try and stay calm. This is City Pulse Breaking News. We continue to cover the events surrounding the tragic death of the two police officers who were killed responding to a 911 call in Vaughan last night. With the latest details, we turn to City Pulse reporter Jennifer Brooks. Officer Daryl Sanders and Officer Nolan Lee were killed yesterday when responding to a 911 call. The call was placed around 4 a.m. early yesterday morning. Backup was called when reports of gunshots were heard. We caution our viewers, the details you are about to hear are graphic and may be disturbing to some. Officer Daryl Sanders was found with a gunshot wound above his left eye. His eyeballs had reportedly been gouged out. The skin on his face was severely damaged. Some early reports are suggesting it may have been cannibalistically chewed off. His abdomen was found sliced open. Officer Nolan Lee was nearly unrecognizable. 
His face had been battered with a hammer that was procured from the scene. The suspect was found dead upon arrival. It appears that she used the same gun to kill herself. Her identity has been confirmed. 25-year-old Amy Hutchins. Just as sure as you sit there now, you too shall be called upon. And burn just like those. Before you. Connecting to email server. Redirecting. Email correspondence. June 2, 2011. Subject, General Inquiry. Hi, Stephen. Thank you again for the great price on this place. Both Caprice and I really appreciate it. I have a general inquiry I was hoping you would be able to help me out with. When the house is really quiet, typically at night, we can hear scratching in the attic. I was thinking there might be raccoons nesting in there, but I just wanted to confirm with you first in case it's something else. Thanks again, Stephen. All the best. June 3, 2011. Subject, Re-General Inquiry. Christopher, you're quite welcome. You and Caprice are a great couple, and I'm glad I could help out. As for the scratching, it's not something I'm aware of. As your landlord, I'd be more than willing to look into it for you if you'd like. Please let me know if the noise persists, and we'll take it from there. June 3, 2011. Subject, Re-General Inquiry. Thank you, Stephen. We'll be in touch. June 6, 2011. Subject, Re-General Inquiry. Stephen, I'm just following up with that noise concern. It seems to have gotten worse these past couple of nights. I'm almost certain it's raccoons. Big ones, too. We can hear them walking around up there. They keep me up all night. If you can provide me with the number of a pest control guy, I'd be more than happy to take care of that myself. Thanks, Steve. June 6, 2011. Subject, Re-General Inquiry. I apologize, Chris. We did a pretty thorough inspection of the place before you moved in. I guess those little guys made their home up there around the same time as you guys got there. I'll get that taken care of. Don't worry yourself with it. Does Thursday around 3 p.m. work for you? I have a guy who's going to come check it out. Thanks. June 9, 2011. Subject, Re-General Inquiry. Steven, I took a look in the attic with the guy you sent, but we didn't see anything up there. It's quite strange. I'm not sure where the noise is coming from. Your guy took a look around, but nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. I'll try to narrow it down before I bother you with this again. My apologies. June 15, 2011. Subject, Prank Calls. Steven, we've been getting prank calls every night, now around 4 a.m. like clockwork. We pick up and hear nothing but heavy breathing. Not many people have this new number other than some friends and family, and I doubt they have anything to do with this. I'm sorry I'm coming to you with this issue, but I don't know who else to ask. Also, that noise has definitely not gone away. It sounds like something is stomping in the attic. Caprice has been scared out of her wits. I thought I heard a dog barking last night as well, but that may have just been a neighborhood pet. In any case, I hate to bother you with these issues, but they've been quite the annoyance. Thank you, Stephen. June 16, 2011. Subject, Re-Prank Calls. I'm terribly sorry to hear you're having these issues, Christopher. I really wish I could help you out with those phone calls, but unfortunately there isn't much I can do about that. Have you tried tracing the number? It, it may be some neighborhood kids playing a prank. Do you want me to send someone else to look into that noise for you? June 18, 2011. 
Subject, re-prank calls. Steven, these last couple of nights have been hell. I hate to put it so bluntly, but this is really starting to get out of hand. The phone calls haven't stopped and the number is not traceable at all. I called the operator and not even they could trace it. Last night the prank caller was speaking to us in some language I'm not familiar with. Caprice had to unplug the phones just so we could get some sleep. Shortly after that there was a banging on our door. I'm not easily scared, but I've got to say that it made me fairly uneasy. This was again around 4am. That stomping and scratching noise is still persistent and to make things even worse this dog barks throughout the night. My neighbor doesn't seem to hear it so I can't even complain because I have no idea where it's coming from. That's not even the end of our problems. Caprice has stated on several occasions that she's noticed an elderly woman in our yard and in her garden. I'm really getting the feeling that we're not welcome here, Stephen. And if these problems continue, then I may be forced to break the lease early. June 18, 2011. Subject, re-prank calls. Stephen, I was able to trace one of those calls back this afternoon. It took them a little bit of time, but we were able to trace them back to a Sean Donato. His cell phone, I guess. I wanted to clear this with you first before I called the police. Is he a neighborhood kid? I don't want to start trouble like this, but it has to stop. June 18, 2011. Subject, re-prank calls. Chris, I hate to break it to you, but it definitely sounds like you're being pranked. That name you provided pretty much clarifies that for me. I should have told you earlier, but that house has some history. I don't want to get into the specifics over email, so give me a call if you want to talk about it. Sorry I didn't tell you earlier. June 18, 2011. Subject, re-prank calls. I was going to wait until after work to call you, Stephen, but I just did a quick Google search for the name Sean Donato and I'm not impressed. How could you not tell me that some kid killed himself in my house? Not even a year ago, no less. This is disgusting, and I don't think Amy will be able to live there when she finds this out. June 18, 2011. Subject, re-prank calls. Chris, I completely understand if you want to break the lease early. As a matter of fact, I won't even penalize you for it. I didn't anticipate these problems. Also... By Amy, I assume you meant Caprice? June 18, 2011. Subject, re-prank calls. That was odd. I don't even know an Amy. Yes, I, I meant Caprice. I'm not sure what happened there. In any case, I'll talk it over with her and give you a call. June 25, 2011. Subject, Thin Ice. Stephen Caprice decided that we'd give it another shot since it's going to be hell to find another place to live. I have to tell you that I really don't feel comfortable here anymore though and I'm definitely looking for other options. Caprice has not been herself lately, she keeps referring to herself as Amy and it's starting to creep me out. Whenever I tell her, she doesn't even realize. I don't believe in the paranormal, Stephen, but I know when something doesn't feel right. June 27, 2011. Subject... This is the last fucking straw, Stephen. Last night I woke up to Amy screaming that there was something at the foot of our bed. There was some fucking shadowy figure standing there. I could barely make it out, but it looked almost like an elderly woman. I chased her or it down the hallway, so I fucking chased it, Stephen! 
I fucking chased it to our living room, which was full of blood. Do you know why, Steven? There was a fucking dead dog on our carpet. Its guts were everywhere. What did I do, you're probably wondering? I fucking lost it, Steven. Amy kept crying and telling me she shouldn't have killed them. Killed who? Who the fuck did she kill? So help me, Abelow, I'm going to slit your fucking throat for this, you piece of shit, till Ross, I knew he was fucking her. It was fucking Amy, and I knew it. Where is this screaming coming from? June 27, 2011. Subject, Mistake. Sorry, Stephen, that last email was a mistake. We are going to stay. We love it here. Please accept our apology. Farewell. Disconnected. Accessing user database. User found. John Mallard. About five or six months ago, my neighbor committed suicide. He was a young kid... Always very polite to me when I saw him. I felt bad for him. His mother was a single parent who was constantly traveling for work. I think I've seen her a total of three times in the four years that they've been here. I can see why he would have had a hard time with that. Regardless, I don't think anyone knew he was suicidal. I wasn't given too much information about what had happened, but I know it was pretty gruesome. According to the papers, it was done very ritualistically. I have no idea what that means, but I do know it wasn't your typical suicide. I think he even killed his dog. The house was put up for sale shortly after the investigation. This is when things began to get strange. The house was unoccupied for quite a while, yet on numerous occasions I would notice the upstairs light on. I swear that one time I even saw someone standing at the window, a woman, I believe. I contemplated calling police, but given the amount of times I've seen the light on, it didn't really seem like a big deal, at least at the time. Things began to get stranger still. Some nights at around 4am, our doorbell would ring. I'd cautiously answer, only to find dead animals on my porch, usually birds. I'd scoop them up and throw them away because I didn't know what else to do with a fucking dead bird. This continued for about a week. I got the police involved, but with no evidence of anything, they couldn't do much. Around the same time this was happening, the electricity in my house was acting wonky. Lights would flicker, the television would change channels by itself, and my computer would seem to have a mind of its own sometimes. I'm not saying these are related, but they're definitely worth mentioning. This all seemed to stop when my new neighbours moved in. My new neighbours seemed like a very nice couple at first. They came by to introduce themselves to us. They informed us they were renting the house. I guess it was purchased by someone else I didn't really follow with the whole process leading up to them moving in. I had my own problems to worry about. As the weeks passed, they began acting a little strange. Chris, the husband, would come by my house like once a week, each time more flustered than the last. The first time he came by, it was to complain about the barking that's been keeping him up all night. I didn't know what to tell him because I hadn't heard anything. He came by a couple of more times with the same issue, except now he was somewhat angry with me. I really tried to listen for barking, but I never heard anything. I leave for work really early once a week because my office is quite far, so usually around 5am, on multiple occasions, I would see Chris pacing back and forth from his tool shed to the garage, and one morning I caught him having an argument with an elderly woman on his front lawn. I'm not sure who she was, I was concerned, but I didn't do anything about it. I figured he was maybe having some problems in his marriage, and that was stressing him out. Well, I was wrong. Correspondence Euste Eudex Altianos Donum Zac Emissianus Ante Diem Arachianus 
Chris came by my house again, except this time it was around 3am. He looked awful. His beard was grown in, his hair was unkempt and he had noticeable bags under his eyes. He was in bad shape. He started to shout that Amy was losing her mind. I'm still not sure who he was talking about, his wife's name was Caprice. He proceeded to enter my house, at which point I politely asked him to leave. He began to shout again, accusing me of fucking Amy. I was finally able to get him to leave. I was on edge for the rest of the night. A couple of nights later, around 3am, I could hear what sounded like a chainsaw. From my bedroom window, I could see Chris in the yard working on something. I watched him for a bit to try to get a better look. His clothes were absolutely covered in blood. I feared the worst at this point. Just then, Caprice came out of the back sliding door completely naked. She was screaming and yelling, then laughing. It was quite a disturbing thing to watch. Chris walked up to her and started screaming. Amidst the screaming, I heard the name Sean Donato being yelled out. This was the same kid I was talking about earlier who had killed himself. I was very uneasy about this whole situation, and then this happened. Caprice pulled a knife that was sitting near the barbecue. She cut Chris's arm pretty bad. I was in complete shock and ready to call the police until I saw him laughing. He grabbed the knife and cut her back. They're both bleeding at this point, but laughing hysterically. I could hear my daughter shuffling down the hallway. I didn't want her to see this, so I walked her back to bed. When I went back to the window, they were gone. This was last night. What should I do? I'm going to- My laptop is acting up again. I can't use my telephone either. I'm not sure- Someone's at my back door. I'll update later on. Disconnected. Accessing voice database. Success. Accessing voice of Sean. Chris. John. Success. Voice by Nathan McDonald. Accessing voice of Amy. Jennifer. Samantha. Success. Voice by Wendy Stolieroff. Accessing all other voices. Success. Voice by David Cummings. Searching database. Correspondence. Part 2. Searching. Searching. Searching.